0: RDTdaily.com presents a TaraBuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: Hello everyone. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Please follow me on Twitter. It doesn't it feels stupid to do all this palaver right now, considering what's going on in the world. But this is always going on in the world. Today we had another massacre in the United States of serfs and lords. It pisses me off. It's easier to feel rage than to feel constant sadness. That's the underlying feeling in all of this when I see an yet another massacre. Who's next? It could be you. Everybody says, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't, never thought it could happen to me. This government is not functioning. And there is your proof that we have a system that is so corrupted by money that we can't even do the basic things of keeping weapons of war out of the hands of civilians the second amendment was never created to allow nut jobs to walk around with assault weapons what part of well regulated militia don't they understand what part of well regulated I know these freaks love their guns, but go join the National Guard. You want to play with an assault rifle? Go join the well-regulated militia. We have them. Every state has them. It doesn't mean uh, the, the Second Amendment was never meant so cowards could go walking around with assault weapons that any nut job who could sign a paper who could scribble their name on a, on a form, could get a weapon of war. This is ridiculous. And it is, it's an embarrassment to this country. And it's just proof how far we have fallen. How much money has corrupted the system. We have legal bribes built right into the system. That's why we can't have nice things, you see. This is why, it's completely why the Republican Party in this instance, it is the Republican Party is completely sold out to this blood soaked Russian money laundering operation known as the NRA, the National Rifle Association, for hunters. This is what it was supposed to be. Oh, it was about hunters. And uh, I mean, I understand if somebody wants to be, I guess, they want to collect memorabilia, oh, this is uh, Wild Bill Hickok's uh, Colt forty-five. whatever the hell. I, I don't know anything about guns, except I was in the well-regulated militia known as the National Guard. We shot assault weapons. We were trained how to properly use them. We were never allowed to walk around on base with them. They don't do that in an army base. Only this the MPs. You don't do that in an army base. Why would we Imagine that we could do it here out in civilized society. You know, my 98 pound granny was able to go to the store every week without having to pack heat or sling an assault weapon over her back. Maybe she should give some lessons to these cowards who can't seem to make a move without having a gun. But this isn't freedom, people. That's not freedom. You're not free. You know, you can't go to a goddamn mall without coming out in a body bag because of these blood-soaked in bed with these treasonous, bloody terrorist organization called the NRA. And, and they are a money laundering operation. I mean, that's what they are. They're laundering money for Russian oligarchs to influence our elections in another way. And the Republicans—that's why the Republicans don't want any oversight in in the money g- pouring into our elections, especially with the NRA, because they're all up to their bald-ass heads in blood. They don't love this country. They have no idea—I mean, they hate this country. Republicans hate this country because right now they're, uh, they are allowing this to continue, and they allow our children— To go to school and suffer live shooter drills rather than sitting there learning the ABCs, English and history and let's go out in the hall and pretend that we have a shot to get away from a nut job who has broken into the school and wants to murder us. This is normal? We're creating a a, a generation of PTSD sufferers. And I always say this whole country has PTSD. We do. You can't go to the movies. You can't go to a mall without worrying is there a, a freak lurking. So far, the amount of people murdered, senselessly dead, made dead for no good reason other than the Republican Party needs that blood money. There are 19 people made dead today. Just going a back to school sale in friggin' uh, Walmart. Not that I would go to a Walmart, but that has no, that's uh, besides the point. 19 made dead, and then on top of it, the other however many other people who are wounded. I don't know at this point. Now, how many GoFundMe pages will go popping up? Because guess what, we don't have we don't even have insurance in this country, right? Some of these people, I'm sure, will have to go on and beg for their GoFundMe to for their lifetime of medical bills. That's the whole thing, too, with even with the Aurora shooting in the when somebody, they, you know, people just wanted to go see a movie. You can't do that here in the land of the free. You can't go see a movie without uh, stop dropping and rolling in the in the aisles, trying not to lose your life. But after the fact. You know, everybody has their thoughts and prayers, but they got nothing, I mean, no much, not, I mean, this was before, this was before Obamacare. So there were, after that uh, massacre, that particular massacre, there were a whole bunch of GoFundMe pages that popped up. Let me see, I'm looking it up. The city of Aurora. Oh, okay, well, the whole city had to put up a GoFundMe page. The Aurora Community Fund is administered by the city to relieve extreme, the extreme financial burdens of families during this difficult time. Okay. Well, you know, it was only 12 people shot during that one. That was one of the lesser massacres, I suppose, compared to now. This is the, apparently the third mass shooting we've had in a week. This is normal. We're, this is something to be proud of. This is great. What do you say trump this is great this is how you're making america great besides the lies i mean trump the entire the oh first of all let's i know okay i'm already going into the show and i i just need to say hello everyone and uh my name is tara devlin blah 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 become a patron uh, otherwise whatever I'm not going to be able to do the show that <laughs> forever. It's really, that's the truth. If you don't, if I don't get enough patrons, there's only, there's a, there is only so much I can do. So it's really a consideration. I don't know how longer, how much longer, you know, we can maintain this, the site, the show, you know what I'm saying? So please become a patron and buy some merch. I'm wearing one of the shirts you can get at the, at the come and take it with a pencil. Well, the pencil in this particular instance is mightier than the sword. But, and it really is. <sighs> what else? Oh, yeah. I'm going on on the 31st. I will be at this event called the Minds event. And there's, I don't know. I don't, that's probably not even the real name. It's Minds, New Jersey, where uh, there, I'll be on a panel about immigration. So that should be fun with the whole purpose of the, of this thing is to foster dialogue between people of different political persuasions. And so I'm on a panel with somebody who's very right wing. That should be fun. Uh, some, someone who I think is normal, I got to do some more research on the other people but I was watching one of the people that I'm on this panel with. I was watching her show just to get some to get, get an idea of what who I'm going to be dealing with. And it was almost unbearable, honestly, uh to watch. There was nothing uh, and this is but that's what the Republicans do. You see what I'm saying? The conservatives will fund and she's you know, she's on the Blaze TV and I'm sure she's she's not begging for patrons or has to set up uh whatever uh a uh, merchandising site or whatever. I'm sure she's well funded. But it's it's it was almost like a rake on a chalkboard. There was nothing of interest coming out of her mouth. It was really it was really almost it was so boring, but um and that's but that's republicans i guess because she's not she's not a white person and she was going off on some kind of myth of white privilege or that's what she was saying there was some kind of but it was so inane and i was like well this is this person has i'm sure major backing from uh from who knows not but not not us, we have to get on here, me, you know, Mike Malloy, Bob Kincaid, we have to get on here and beg constantly, so, but, and then somebody who I don't know, I guess she's like twenty years old or something, knows nothing i I don't know what the hell, like w- whatever she was saying was not of any consequence, there was no nothing new coming out of her mouth, nothing insightful, it was. I, I was in, I honestly am I have to go back and, and watch but I was not surprised because that's what happens when you are on the right wing. If this if this if I decided if I had no soul for this su- all of a sudden uh, I, if I decided to be a right winger we'd we'd have funding. That's just the way it is. The right wingers fund their people. they fund the media and and especially on the internet too. Because they understand the game that's being played, they have nothing else but their, but their platform, but their propaganda. They have to crack catapult the propaganda, and we're out here trying to counteract it with reality, with truth. You know what I mean? That's we're not out here. I mean, what happens? This is the whole thing. Like they say, oh, if. Uh, this is what my mother used to say, okay? She used to say, oh, well, you know, then the, you never know who to trust because the right wing w- will say something and then the left wing will say something and they're, they all have their agendas. What's the agenda? What agenda do we have, the normal people? We want to give people health care? We want to make sure everybody can get an education? We want to, what, have clean air, water, protect the environment, have an inhabitable planet. Woo, what a friggin' plot against humanity. What do the right-wingers have? They are trying to concentrate wealth and... Pa- I don't know why I keep choking on myself. <clears throat> and power so they can, can... So they could steal. They don't have... They're not that smart. That's the whole thing. Even... This is why I'm not surprised this... I'm not saying her name, whatever. You can figure out who it is. But um, this person... Was is it has nothing to offer intellectually because they're they don't they don't have to, they just have to present it nicely. You know what I mean? It has to be a nice little pretty girl pre- presenting their it's it re- reaffirming their already their cognitive dissonance, right? And so they're not there to learn, they they need to have whatever they already believed mirrored back at them, and that's why when somebody who is a minority and a minor- from a minority group let's say or a uh, per- you know a person of color or whatever they they will go right to the top they'll be right there be- they will get all the funding because they need that they need to be used as human shields for right wing racism so when they if- they, they throw these people out into the forefront. So they're, you know, it gives the, it sort of gives legitimacy. They're like, oh, we're not racist. Look, here's our, here's our Asian friend. Here's our black friend saying the same racist ass things, but they're just they're It doesn't matter. There are, it takes all types in this world. There were, and in fact, through the Freedom of Information Act, after, uh, I remember recently reading something about the KKK. There was a black person working against the, he was infiltrating um, Martin Luther King, um, trying to in- infiltrate the whole uh, civil rights movement. So, and he was being paid by the KKK. And, you know, so people will do anything for money. And maybe they really believe that. Uh, you know what I mean? But money will do to, you know, will get people to do very strange things, including sell out their whole people. So, and it's not just just because one person um, says agree, agrees with the racism. I mean, there's a lot of internalized hatred. F- first of all, being gay, I understand, and I I never get that whole log cabin. Republican thing, like these 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 so called gays who are I mean, not so called gays, but they call themselves Republicans. And I've had friends in my life who I'm thinking of someone in particular who is gay and calls herself a Republican. Now, she, um, I, she, she got laid off from her job, right? In a big mass layoff, and all, uh, you know. Uh, thanks to the Democrats, was able to keep her health care uh, and had unemployment insurance, all these things. And then we were all pointing out to her how, well, you know, thank thank Ted Kennedy for Cobra that you can continue to remain on this insurance plan, even though it's way expensive. This was way before Obamacare. And uh, thank you for Democrats for allowing you to have Unemployment insurance, you know, but there's that they have no. They don't, of course, this person is, I'm sure, still voting Republican, and despite the fact that they that what is it like that they are so anti-gay, anti-women, and uh, anti, you know, anybody who's not a straight white male, it's it's baffling to me, and of course, initially. Are this this p- one particular person, but we've he- all heard it before, would say, Oh, I'm a fiscal conservative i'm i I just vote for the fiscal. what the hell's a fiscal conservative they they they're so full of shit that's what it is it's they it's a cover fiscal Republicans are the worst with fiscal. Are you serious look at the look at the trillions in debt now all of a sudden the republicans they remember how all we all we ever hear about is the deficit the deficit the debt or whatever the hell and then uh, what do republicans do they rob everybody to funnel more money to the top and where's all these deficit hawks all of a sudden they'll they'll be back they will be back as soon as they want to come for your social security and medicare so I don't I mean it's it's so unbelievable that we, we are here in this country with sharing the same air with 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 morons you know what I mean and it, it never stops this is why you do not give republicans power they cannot be trusted with power they they're not about democracy. They. This is what we always say. They hate democracy. They want to concentrate power. They want. They don't want people to vote. They don't want anything to get in the way of their of their agenda, which is to basically drag us back to the to a serfs and lords type system, where the you know everybody knows their place. They the rich run and own everything, and everybody else knows their place so anyway anyway so as i was saying what else um yeah give us a review on itunes what else um become a patron you can also hit up the super chat that helps with you know whatever donations i don't know i'm sick of begging for money it sucks so annoying I wish I was a uh, I wish I was uh, independently wealthy. If I had my own independent fortune, I wouldn't have to bother anybody. I would just do this. But and that's I don't, you know, my father was a garbage man. My mother was a nun. And then she worked for the post office. <laughs> so, oh, I want to thank you. Meet Martin Stevens, a new patron. Thank you, Martin, for joining. And I'm going to read off the rest of the patrons, um, probably in in the next hour. But so as I was preparing for the show today, I just, I was like, you know, I had other things I was going to talk about, but then of course this murderous rampage happened and it's how can you really talk about what, what else can you talk about? But the fact that here we go again and the embarrassment of, of us in the world. I mean Putin is really laughing at this because first of all, we all know that the the NRA is a money laundering operation for the Russian oligarchy, right? Do we know that everyone? Does everybody understand that? Because let me see. This is what they are. This is from the Guardian. The NRA is in crisis. How the gun group became ensnared in the Russia inquiry. The NRA, the Russian ties of the NRA bigwigs are political and legal headaches that won't go away. So this is from the, from the Guardian. Um, let me see what, if I could find a more succinct article. Hmm. This is from a, a website. Well, this is the Everytown um, every town for, um, against gun violence. So from March in 2018, it says NRA admits financial support from Russian, from Russian official reportedly at the center of the FBI investigation. Alexander's torsion is known as Putin ally. And Heads group that posted 2013 video from the incoming national security advisor, John Bolton, pushing for expanded gun rights in Russia. I don't know if you guys saw that video that that Bolton made calling for basically a Second Amendment in Russia. But that would never happen because Putin wouldn't allow it. But he likes us having it here. Because it's all part of destroying the fabric of democratic society, of decent society, of civil society. He doesn't want us to work together and have a functioning civilization. This is how it's the part of the plot. They want to dismantle every—it's um, like Henry Wallace said, uh, to exploit every fissure of disunity— and that was when Henry Wallace wrote that article for the New York Times. Uh, one of this is Henry Wallace, one of um, of FDR's vice vice presidents. He was referring to the fascists who live in the in the United States. So we still have fascists in the United States, except now they're in positions of power. Now they're in the White House. They're openly. I mean these are fascists. I don't understand why the why the Democratic Party, the Republican Party's out there calling us the the you know the normal people of uh, of the country socialists, right? As if it's a pejorative. Why doesn't the Democrats call them fascists? That's what they are. They're what is the fa- Okay, what is a fascist? Let's look it up. Let's see. The fifth, I know there's a The 15 defining characteristics. Let's see. From Britannica? Let's look at what that says. Fascism. A political ideology and mass movement that dominated many parts of Central and Southern Eastern Europe between 1919 and 1945 that that also had adherence in Western Europe and the United States Okay, South Africa, Japan, Latin America, and the Middle East. Europe's first fascist leader, Benito Mussolini, took the name of his party from the Latin word "fasces," which referred to a bundle of elm or birch rods usually containing an axe. Used as a symbol of penal authority in ancient Rome, uh, uh, okay, period. Although fascist parties and movements def- differed significantly from one another, they had many characteristics in common, including extreme militaristic nationalism, contempt for electoral democracy, and political and cultural liberalism, a belief in a natural so- social hierarchy, and the rule of the elites. What, I, I, this is like the Republican platform. And the desire to create a Volks, let me see, I can't, I don't know if I can, can pronounce this, Volksgangmannschaft, meaning in German, people's community, in which individual interests would be suborn, subordinated to the good of the nation. At the end of World War II, the major European fascist parties were broken up, and, and in some countries, such as Italy and West Germany, they were officially banned. Beginning in the 1940s, in the late 1940s, however, many fascist-oriented parties and movements were founded in Europe as well as Latin America and South Africa. Although some European neo-fascist groups attached large followings, attracted large followings, excuse me, especially in Italy and France, none were as influential as the major, major fascist parties of the interwar period. Okay, this is a history Um, fascist parties and movements came to power in several countries in 1922, between 1922 and 1945, the National Fascist Party in Italy, led by Mussolini, um, or the Nazi, uh, the the Socialist German Workers Party, or the Nazi Party, led by Adolf Hitler. Okay, we don't need to list all these people. Um, let me see, let's get to the present, though popular support of fascism was greatest in south africa blah 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 okay whatever opposition to marxism fascists made no secret their hatred of marxists well whatever whatever i don't need to read this is that's from the uh, from the that's from the encyclopedia britannica characteristics hold on guys of uh, fascism I'm looking that up again because this is the, the, the f- kind of a famous list put together. And during the Bush years, I remember this being being passed around. But now it's sort of like that. W- we were sounding the, the alarm then, but here we are. Who would have ever imagined that here we are? Political scientist uh, Lawrence Britt recently wrote an article about fascism called Fascism, Anyone? And studying the fascist regimes of Hitler, Mussolini, Franco, and Pinochet, Dr. Britt found they all had 14 elements in common. All right. Powerful and continuing nationalism. Right here is where you would cue Trump going, I'm a nationalist. I don't know, everybody, this gets a bad word, gets a bad rap. But you know what, everyone? I'm a nationalist. I remember him saying that? And they're all, yay! These morons have absolutely no idea. I mean, some of them do. Some of them are outright fascists. When Trump had a rally, I don't know, one of his Nuremberg rallies recently, there were literal, not just in Charlottesville, I don't know why this is not in the news constantly. Not just putting a camera in front of Twitter and letting him go on uh, with his lie riddled rant, but outside the, the arena, they had literal Nazis giving the Nazi salute, walking and uh, marching through the streets, yelling, white power. This goes on outside Trump's Nuremberg rallies. So inside, all of those great average uh, americans supposedly how every day how i hear on the corporate media how we're all supposed to wonder how we can attract their votes how are we going to win them back who the hell wants to win back the fascists those 35 percent of morons let the republicans have them i don't want to win these people back we never had them in the first place we're not they're not welcome How about that? How about they get the hint that they are not welcome in decent society uh, once and for all? I mean, they used to kind of keep in their little crevices in their corners. Now they're emboldened. Now they come out of hiding. They would meet in the dark recesses of the web and and hatch their plots and uh, complain about no woman would ever fuck them, right? But now they're marching in the streets with Trump, you know, emboldened by this monster in the white house (sighs) disdain for the recognition of human rights i that's another thing where er trump is um you know hit their heads oh don't be so nice when you're arresting someone you know knock them in the head like but then the same person who was well i use that term loosely because he is a waste of human dna all of these freaks but the same freak that called for the cops to you know, basically break the law when arresting someone was, was, were complaining and whining how mean the FBI were to wake poor Paul Manafort up or whatever, it the other guy, that white-haired guy, that, dumb, that, that, that one who was, who's that, what's his name? Somebody would tell me. What's his name? Roger Stone. Roger Stone. Roger Stone. The guy. You know, Roger Stone is a swinger. Not that I mean. I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But whatever. Uh, it's just. You imagine you swinging. You're a swinger, right? And you're. You you go out for some sw- swinging fun with your with your spouse, and you end up with Roger Stone. You know what I mean? Like you pull the short straw, and you got the, some. Some some uh, I don't know what with a Nixon tattoo on his back. That's Roger These these Republicans, they all have problems. That's what it is. That's why they they are they they are attracted to fascism. I mean, if I want to put on my psych one on one hat, and I don't have to be you know, you really don't need a degree in psychology to unpack them at all. Because you just need, I mean, a little basic knowledge of being a human being. But they, they, are, they project their manias onto the world. That's why they're sick. You know what I mean? They don't get the help that they need. They really need to be in therapy for themselves and work on themselves. But instead, they, they inflict their manias outwards. And ultimately, in deep inside, they hate themselves. And I don't know. I mean, whatever, whatever that whatever Roger Stone is into. But there's su- but there's such whiners. You know what I mean? It's, oh, so they're so mean. They they banged on my door. Oh, they, and they but these are the same people call it. They, they wouldn't bat an eye. They don't they they don't per- they don't prosecute um, a cop when he murders somebody who's who's screaming, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Right? Oh, they don't they don't cry about that when when people are pulled over and the the man who has a concealed carry permit says, "Officer, just so you know, I'm carrying. I have a concealed carry permit. I'm reaching for my wallet," and the officer's like, pow, 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 and blows the guy away in the car. They don't cry about that, right? But they cry when their when their criminal cohorts get uh get woken up at 6 a.m oh my dogs were terrified my my wife is terrified well too bad don't be a crook don't be a con man you know these freaks they're they're. I knew I always say it's really true though it's that I knew that fascism was gonna suck but I didn't know that they would be so whiny they're such whiners why didn't I predict that really because they're weak that's what it is they're not everything that they project is it's all to mask this inner terrified soft shell that they just want to crumble and, and they need the arms of a big strong man around them you know what I mean all of them they're just they they just want to weep ultimately but instead they gotta they gotta put on a show they gotta put on they gotta puff themselves up if this were 1945 three they'd be walking around in their fake military uniforms you know like himmler himmler never had a day of military service but he walked around in his military uniform right because uh you know coming up with the final solution because he's a weak ass whiny little bitch no offense to whiny bitches i mean i hate to say that really because whiny bitches aren't as annoying, frankly, as these fascists. So anyway, let me say, yeah. How many? How many have uh, lost their lives now in the the Republican massacre? Oh, so let's see. Trump. Yeah, his, the. I, I don't want to hear. Here's the other thing. Um, the consoler in chief. This is what the corporate media always talks about. That oh, um, he needs to be. The consoler in chief, right now, the like as if the consoler in chief, get the fuck out of here. The consoler in chief, let's not, let's let's stop pretending for at least a minute and a half that we are a functioning democracy with a with a normal person squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. So so today the massacre gets announced, today's massacre, the third in a week. And uh Twitter, the moron, he he tweets out cuz you know, he's the consoler in chief. He's he tweets oh, terrible shootings in El Paso, Texas. Like he's sitting around like he thinks he's 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 a fucking BBC news or something. Like we need him to tell us Reports are very bad. Many killed. Yeah, I would, I would think uh, that Trump would enjoy that. That's what, Republicans aren't happy unless they're murdering Americans by maybe, you know, by either taking their health care away, sending them to die in illegal wars, or uh, uh, unleashing um, weapons of war onto the civilian streets. So I don't know what he's crying about. He, uh, he created this. Him and his Republican co-conspirators. There, This is them. Know them by their fruits. Right? I mean, the party of personal responsibility never takes responsibility only when they're trying to deprive someone of, of health care or a hot lunch program. Who is this? What is going on in the chat room? Do we have any problems in the chat room? on the keep smoking your Black Lives Matters crack. All right. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? If a Republican ever had something interesting to say, I probably might faint. But that's all they got. Keep smoking your Black Lives Matter crack. What a scintillating comment from, uh, one of America's morons and traitors. What do you expect? As my father always said, you can only expect grunts from pigs, but I mean, no, exp- I mean, really no offense to pigs because pigs are charming and intelligent and they would never be stupid enough to vote for a con man who not only had a, who's, who's, well, who's called to, call to fame was that he played a successful businessman on reality tv not that he was a successful businessman but he had a fake university a fake vitamin scam went bankrupt i mean his his business was siphoning money out of his daddy's trust fund tax-free so that's uh, your your great hero so anyway i'm gonna get rid of this asshole Bye-bye, boo-boo. la da di do do do. See you later, douche. Bye. See, they don't bring anything to the table. You know what I mean? They don't add... They're not saying anything worth having them stick around. It's like these are people who go into a... into a polite conversation and just lay a fart that's the that's the extent of their uh their discourse but that that's all they can do they have nothing else they're like monkeys throwing shit at the at the at each other i mean that's how i look at them frankly it's like like jane goodall studied the apes i study them And but Jane Goodall, at least the apes were were charming, you know what I mean? And are charming. That they're they're not morons. They're not self-loathing closet cases. They have courage. Right? That's the whole thing. Republicans are are they are scientifically verified low IQ, low effort thinkers. That means that they're, it's like you're drunk after a few beers. You're not, you you're a low effort thinker. You just, whatever comes to your mind. Uh, that's why they need a big daddy to save them from the scary complex world of others who don't know their place. That's what they think. And so to say, go smoke your Black Lives Matter crack. What now? Let me tell you, let, well, you think the guy's are racist? Hmm. Let's take a, let's take a giant leap. Because in order to be a racist, you have to be a dumb bastard as well because you're, you're just afraid and you're stupid. So it's that, it's that combination of fear and intellectual incuriosity and stupidity So and willful ignorance. Because you have here in this country, in, uh, you're on the internet, there you have a whole portal to the world. You don't have to stay stupid, but that's what they choose to do. You see what I'm saying? That's the best we can expect from them. They don't want to uh, make themselves better, exercise their their freedom to, to learn. No, they they want to be small. They want to want, and they want everybody as small and stupid as they are. This is why they don't want public education. They don't like, you know, us elites, the liberals telling them they're stupid. Well, guess what, bitch? You're stupid. I'm going to tell you. You're a dumb bastard. And you proved it. And I wish there was some, for once in my life, a conservative could prove me wrong. You know what I mean? I really do. I would like to be enlightened by that. I would like to be, like, shocked. And being like, holy moly, yeah! All this fancy learning and and uh, discussing, learning about things. You know, there's so there's this world. This is what makes what breaks my heart uh, about being a finite being, is that there's so much in the world that is amazing, and to to learn about and to, and to, you know, just to experience and. Uh, I guess because I'm a finite being, I won't be able to learn it and learn it all. You know, I'd love to, but I don't know them. That's what they do. This is what I'm saying. They go on an internet. This is, that's what, that's the best they got. And the best that they can do is go on to a liberal talk show. And instead of joining in the conversation, like a normal person who, whose parents raised them properly, they get on there and be, and they say racist, stupid, racist things. Stupid, you know what I mean? I. It's not even funny. Go smoke your Black Lives Matter crack. What the fuck does that mean? It, what it means is that that's all they got. Is that? All, he might as well have just said, "I'm a racist, dumb bastard who." is eager is the eager dupe of a con man and that's why that's trump's base that's that's it right there that's their 35 percent of idiots and I'd, and if we scratch the surface on that dumb bastard's life we, how many how many places would we see he's on This kind of public assistance, that kind of public assistance, food stamps, whatever, you know, on and on. And and while denigrating others, all I'm sure this is not a, uh, you know, a genius here. He's one of these get your get your government hands off my Medicare assholes. No doubt. It's right. They really might as well yell. I'm a stupid bastard. They're saying the same thing, and, and that's what it means. When I see that red hat, this is people wearing that red hat, that's what that means. If this was 1936, they'd be in a brown shirt. That's because fascism demands stupidity and compliance. They, it wants you, it needs that, because you can't question, you know, it, and I always say, and it is the truth, the, it takes maturity. It takes a level of maturity to function in a free democratic society. You have to be intellectually mature and emotionally capable of be, of living in a div- diverse nation. This is a n- nation of immigrants. Whether that asshole and all of his, his idiot friends like it or not, it is. So... But you have to not be a fearful little tiny person. You know what I mean? To be able to, uh, to to value diversity, uh, to understand that that when you're appreciating the diversity of life, you're that doesn't diminish you. Somehow, that's what because that's what it really that's what's really wrong with the right wing. They think that if somebody else's culture is gonna overtake theirs if their culture is that damn weak then it should be overtaken and gone i mean isn't that the market i thought they loved the free market so no but they're they're just because they're tiny and fearful and without their white privilege without all their advantages they they fear that we're going to figure out how inadequate they really are but here's the secret, dum-dum. I'm talking to the dum-dum. We already figured it out. We know We know you're inadequate. We know that you're tiny. We know that you're fearful. Get the help you so desperately need before Trump... And his Republican minions and, and enablers take away that pre-existing condition coverage that you uh, need so much. <sighs> Jesus Christ, it's true, right? I mean, it's just they're so. I, I don't even have a, sh- a degree in psychology. I just read a couple of books. I, I took Psych One Hundred and One, and I and I go to therapy. That's all you need, and and you can dissect them. It's like it's like my cat. I don't have to really overthink them, they're, to unpack their motivations and who and their being. You, I just kind of know, cause I'm a human, and they're a cat. So, anyway, now that we got rid of that, if there's anybody else in the chat room that we need to uh, clean up, let me know. I'll I'll, I'll give this asshole a. a another case of red ass i we always have a case of red ass on hand to deliver to any right winger that wants that wants it so let me know because they that's the whole thing too it's not even about that they're right wingers you know what i mean they could stay if they know how to behave but they never do they they how come they never learned how to become, how to be a, a, a polite, normal person in, in company. But because they're cowards. Okay, I answered my own question. They hide behind the veneer of, of uh, anonymity that they get on the internet. They, and that, this is how, because they're frustrated in their daily lives. They're very tiny people. They are weak, tiny. They're very, they're not, um, they're not successful. you know what i mean they're not i mean because successful people don't go on the internet and post racist stupidity like a 12 year old and they and that's the whole thing but that's trump you see normal people wouldn't vote for trump i don't give any of these trump assholes a pass anymore i don't give a shit who you are oh i voted because i like my stock portfolio whatever or I voted because, like I was saying before, I'm fiscally, you know, you're not fiscal. If you voted for Trump because you're fiscally freaking concerned, you're a dumb, you're dumber than that dumb bastard that we just kicked off the off the chat. Really? Fiscal? You got somebody who is a con man who never made, who who, who lost money, who was handed, what was it, is it $350 million or now it's, it's, uh, I think it maybe it was 250 million. That was his trust fund. 250, I think, or it's either 250 or 350. It's escaping my mind. And uh, it was 400 Trump's trust fund? Trump's trust fund was how much? How much? How much? Let's see. Oh, 362 million. Let me see. Hold on. Trump reportedly Reported a yearly income of three hundred and sixty-two million for two thousand fourteen, but that's not the Trump. That's not the trust fund, though. But I know that he he was handed a trust fund, and he lost, he lost it like six times over. And his father had to bail him out. His father literally bailed him out, like in person, numerous times from his bankrupted casinos, and all his other shitty business deals. And apparently if he had left his, his, his trust fund just in some kind of mutual fund, it would have accumulated to, uh, he would have been a billionaire. But he's not a billionaire. That's part of the reason he doesn't want to release his tax returns because not only is he not as rich as he says he is, he also, uh, I think, this will be revealed when we finally get a hold of the tax returns, that he's in hoc to, to Russians. This is why. He's a, he's a Russian asset. There is no doubt he's uh, also an asset of the Saudis. He hates America. He loves himself. If America's in the way, uh, he, uh, that's t- tough shit for America. He, it's all about him, you see. He's setting himself up for whatever business he thinks is uh, going to be great. Cause, but one good thing, let me tell you, nobody is going to embrace the Trump brand after this, especially. You think that, I mean, maybe he'll make a, a hotel in Moscow. These places are losing money. He needs the, Russia, the, the Saudis to come in and, and rent out a floor to, to put them in the black. That's what it is, and he's receiving bribes through these through these hotels of his. But I don't know. I don't. Uh, he. I actually had to do. Um, I had to do a job over the week, and there's a. There, they were like, "It's at the where, where the hell is it?" Wait, hold on. It's. Um, it was the Trump Soho, but they don't call it that anymore, uh, and I didn't know where the hell it was, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is that." F and tr- Oh, it's called The Dominic. They were like, "Oh, um it's at The Dominic, 246 Spring Street." And I'm like, "Okay, The Dominic." And then I look it up to get there and it's like, "Oh, it's Trump Soho." They nobody this is nobody even wants to say his name. So The Dominic. It's not even they they took down all references to that that scumbag. So, yeah, the, the more, see, that's true. I'm reading the, the chat room. Banter board writes, Tara, Trump supporters will never give a damn about anything Trump does. The worse he gets, the more they love him. It's true because they think he's sort of uh, fighting against the, the swamp. He is the swamp. The, that's the swamp monster. That's what's so disgusting about these dupes. They're just—they're just the victims of a con, a very elaborate con. And, and I gotta say, the only good thing you could—not even good—the only um, compliment I could give to Twitler is that he's a—he's probably the most prolific con man who ever lived. Look at what he did. He got himself into the highest executive office in the land. And that's, that is, say, it says a lot about us, but it also, you know, it says a lot about him because he's, he, it's not, he's not a genius. This is the other thing. Oh, they're saying, oh, what's his strategy? His strategy is he's a racist piece of shit. That's the strategy that will say, because first, the, here's the other thing he'll say and do whatever other people will never say they'll never they'll never say any uh you know he just has no morals he'll say whatever the hell he thinks will get dupes to vote for him and he doesn't care how it what it does if it tears the country apart uh who it harms whatever whatever repercussions there will be he it doesn't matter he just wants more power so Especially now, because he's really afraid to lose the second term, because he'll he he will be indicted, and uh, I don't know why they won't indict him now. I mean, let's that's another story. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, come on, man, this is bullshit. These effing Republicans, my hair is flying around in my face, so it's unreal. It really is, and uh, so, but. That's probably the saddest thing is to watch our fellow Americans. You see, I will trade. Could you imagine that asshole that just was on the, on the chat room? The, the go smoke some Black Lives Matter crack? I would trade any refugee for that idiot any day. Get the F out. Get out of this country. You don't like this country? You don't like that we're a nation of immigrants, we're a democracy, we're a nation of laws, that it's e pluribus unum, that it's, you know, it's not your big daddy saving you from the scary complex world, Trickle while well, you beg him for a trickle. Oh, please, daddy, trickle on me. That we are functioning, uh, we're capable of functioning with diverse people. That's what you hate about liberals. That we're so out of your league. You don't, you can't imagine what it's like to be a normal person. Then get the f out. That's, I mean, this is what I always say. They don't like this country. Get out. They they really don't like this country. It's not uh, representative. Omar she loves this country. She loves it so much. Her family loves it. They came here. They deliver. They picked their shit up and they came here deliberately. So that and she ran for to represent this country and to move this country forward. That's love. She didn't just come up with some scam like oh let me come up with a university scam and and separate dupes from their money i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them they're going to make big bucks and it's all going to be nothing but a ruse and that is Trump University in a nutshell the, when they went to court about Trump University the, one of the executives who who st- who turned the state's evidence said Trump University i'm just paraphrasing is was a scam set up To separate the idiots from their money. That's it. It wasn't about making anybody uh, a a successful businessman. Effin' Twitler couldn't make himself a successful businessman. He sucks at business. He's a horrible businessman. Maybe his father made some money. His father was a a businessman, despite being a KKK member who got arrested at a Klan rally or clan riot, but, you know, and blocked black people from renting his properties despite that, but he, you know, he was a successful businessman. That's all that Donald Trump has. He was born on third base thinking he hit a triple, and then he doesn't, he's not a good manager. Look at this, what just happened with this, uh, guy that he was like, oh, uh, the media this latest guy, I can't even keep track this intel the guy from the intelligence whatever it was a a new acting everybody's acting, acting this, acting that because he will, he wants control if you do, if you have an acting um, you know uh, what do you call it cabinet member or whoever they they don't have to go through the vetting process. But obviously Trump doesn't vet these people anyway because he's a terrible manager. So he puts this person up and it ends up he's a fraud, just like Trump. And they, the press does a vetting process. And then Twitter comes out and says, oh, I, um, now the guy is not in the running, but he says, oh, um, it's the press The press was so mean and he withdrew his name, but, oh, yes, thanks to the press, they did my vetting. Like, that's a normal process. They, so, obviously, all the questions we had, do these people, are these people vetted? No. He just answered it for us. He doesn't vet anybody. He saw someone on TV. He is a loyalist. That's the end of the vetting process. And... This is the so-called president of the United States. And this why I always say, like, why? What, what's wrong with us? I know what's wrong with that asshole who was on our chat. All right, he's a moron. But there's a lot of them. There's more morons than we, than we would like to hope, right? But you don't give them power. And so, I, you know, what's wrong with this country? What's wrong with the rest of us? that we have to continue to go on with the with the with the fraud. That's what I feel. Like whenever he whenever this asshole walks into the room, we have to play hail to the chief? Really? Why? Because that's the t- tradition. Oh, he is the president. You have to respect the office. Really? He doesn't respect the office. I got to respect it. We should not respect the office. When this asshole is, like, shitting all over it and wiping his ass with the curtains. Respect the office. He is making a mockery of everyone who ever died for this country. That's the other thing that really offends me. All the soldiers who gave their... And, uh, and civilians and people in general who died for this country, for a republic, for a free people, for e pluribus unum. All of those people are being denigrated by this sociopath, this monster, this traitor who is squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. And every day he, he disgraces this country and he does exactly what Putin wants him to do. That's it. That's what Putin wants. He wants to show the world how stupid democracy is. And sometimes, you know what? We Unless, if we don't fix it, He's he's right. Look at uh, who's gonna want to follow a democracy? Have a democracy like this, where you where you can have a literal con man uh, and a and a moron ascend to the highest office in the land, and and then go around and play with our lives like he's uh, some kind of king, baby, toddler, and we're nothing but pawns. Forget it. So, you know, it's time for the normal majority to rise up and take back the country period from all of these grifters from anyone who who is uh, not really in here to to fix what's wrong all right i see it's time for a break Seepoos. we need a break we do we need a break i don't know i know maybe i need a break i do i need some tea so I'm going to get it. And uh, guys, stick around. My name is Tara Devlin. We're going to do the green, uh, green News Report and then the Labor History in Two. Anybody find any trolls that need to go, you let me know. Okay? <laughs> That's not a poem, but it does the trick. And all right, so we'll see you on the other side. Let me get the video here. What are we doing? My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you in about eight minutes.
2: Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. This is a major victory uh, for California relative to its ongoing feuds with the Trump administration.
3: California wins, Trump loses as U.S. automakers make deal on fuel-efficient cars. Two networks to host climate change forums for 2020 presidential candidates. Study finds just talking about climate change makes a difference. Plus, it is happening.
2: I will tell you as someone who challenged climate change 19 years ago.
3: Republican pollster Frank Luntz has a change of heart on the climate crisis.
0: All of those changes of heart, too late or otherwise, straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman.
3: And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand
0: by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So the
2: Mueller's hearing Mm -hmm. came to an end. And after it was over, Trump exploded on Twitter Truth is a force of
0: nature. Yes. So is global warming, and you deny them both. Oh. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we had some good news from the U.S. automakers late last week, but now Donald Trump says. He's going to do what he's going to do anyway.
3: Exactly. The Trump administration is still plowing ahead with its massive regulatory rollback to freeze auto mileage and emission standards in place and not improve them under Obama-era standards. That despite four major automakers striking a secret deal with California to make more fuel-efficient cars. Ford, Honda, Volkswagen and BMW are circumventing the Trump administration's efforts to weaken mileage and emissions standards. The deal with California means the four automakers, who represent about a third of the U.S. car market, will produce fleets that average nearly 51 miles per gallon by 2026. In an interview with NBC Sacramento, California air quality regulator Mary Nichols said that the carmakers are keeping up with global industry trends. These companies are... Already looking towards putting in more efficient vehicles. They're all working on more electric models. Now, despite the rest of the world car market moving away from gas-powered cars to electric vehicles, the Trump administration says that it still plans to roll back those improvements in mileage and emission standards. The administration also still intends to try to revoke California's long-standing authority to set its own mileage and pollution rules under the Clean Air Act.
0: So the auto are happy with the higher fuel efficiency standards. California and, frankly, Americans are happy to have more fuel-efficient cars. Only the Trump administration is against it. Who the hell is he working for?
3: Oh, he's working on behalf of the oil industry, which oh. requested the big rollback because they lose money whenever consumers buy less gas. Meanwhile, speaking about climate change makes a real difference. Literally. A new study by Yale University has found that simply talking about climate change helps lead people to greater acceptance of climate science. That just discussing the issue with your friends and family leads them to learn more facts about the climate crisis, which in turn leads to greater understanding and concern about the issue.
0: Well, then your friends and family must really be concerned about climate change, Des.
3: Either that or they're sick of it.
0: Well, well, yeah, and I've met some of the folks in your family.
3: <laughs> With that in mind, it's kind of a big deal that Frank Luntz, the Republican pollster whose advice helped Republicans turn climate change into a partisan battlefield and helped them effectively mislead the public to delay climate action for years, has had a change of heart after he was forced to evacuate from his Los Angeles home in a wildfire in 2017.
0: Ah, funny how having your life threatened suddenly makes you realize you were wrong about climate change.
3: Yes. In a hearing of the Senate Special Committee on the Climate Crisis, hosted last week by Hawaii's Democratic Senator Brian Schatz, Luntz offered to help Democrats communicate about climate change consequences in a nonpartisan way to attract Republicans. It is happening.
2: I will tell you as someone who challenged climate change 19 years ago, which is when the media uses the language against me. That work was done in 2000, 2001, and 2002. That was a lifetime ago. I've changed, and I will help you with messaging if you wish to have it.
0: Yeah, well, that's all well and good that it was 19 years ago, but it was about 30 or 40 or 50 years ago that scientists were warning about the thing that you now finally admit is real now that it almost burned down your house.
3: And finally, some good news. In the absence of the Democratic National Committee hosting a climate change-focused debate with 2020 Democratic presidential candidates, CNN and MSNBC have stepped in, announcing they will host town hall forums with the candidates focused on climate change. CNN will go on September 4th, and MSNBC on September 20th and 21st to coincide with Climate Week in New York City and the UN General Assembly.
0: Well, that is good news, sort of, it would certainly get a lot more attention if it was done as an actual debate rather than one of these town hall forums that very few people tune in to watch. True. But we'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com I'm Brad Friedman.
3: And I'm Desi Doyen.
0: And this has been your Green News Report. I'm Rick Smith, and
2: this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1917. That was the day IWW leader Frank Little was buried in Butte, Montana. Little had been lynched on August 1st by police agents thought to be working for the despised Anaconda Copper Company. He had arrived in town to help organize 14,000 striking copper miners. Devastated by the deaths of 168 miners in the June fire at Granite Mountain and Spectacular Mines, mine workers formed the Metal Mine Workers Union and walked off the job. Frank Little had previously worked as a hard rock miner and organizer for the Western Federation of Miners. He also took part in the free speech campaigns on the West Coast. Little was involved in early drives to industrially organize oil workers and lumberjacks. He voiced his opposition to the First World War and sought to stop workers from enlisting. When Little arrived in Butte in July, he worked to build strike support, picket lines, and spread the strike to other trades across the city. Early on August 1st, six masked men broke into the boarding house where he was staying. He was beaten and taken from his room. His assailants tied him to the bumper of their car and dragged him through the granite streets of Butte to the Milwaukee Bridge, where he was hanged. An ominous note was pinned to his bullet-ridden body with the words that read, Others take notice, first and last warning. It included the numbers 3, 7, and 77, as well as the initials of other union organizers in the area. As many as 10,000 marched in his funeral procession. Days after his lynching, martial law was declared. Labor radicals were rounded up and charged with espionage. The miners' strike and union were crushed. Labor History in Two, brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and The Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on the Twitters at Labor History in Two.
1: All right, welcome back. That was a quick break, but it was eight minutes. Here's a cup you can buy, a mug, at the RDT Daily store. That's Little Francis Jr. Jr. It says resist. And there you go. Okay, guys, I want to thank you all for hanging out every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And... We are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app and on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please give the show a review on iTunes, a good review. And what else? Please become a patron. That'd be nice. And I want to thank my patrons. Let me go to the patron page. Where the heck is it? And I really, these are the, here's the core people keeping this show going. And you're also, when you become a patron of this show, you're also a patron of RDT Daily, which is Republican Dirty Tricks, and the independent writers who create our original content. Uh, so if you're not already a member of the, of the Facebook page, you can just, you don't you know, it's nothing to join, just like the page and... You'll get our um, feed, okay? And what else? Okay, I want to say thank you to Michael B., Lisa M., Joey B., Michael D., Daniel S., M., I mean Michael L.D., Gail P., Jim A., Sam S., David B., Gary R., James S., Martin S., Cynthia O., Dwayne G., Peter R., Jane C., John John J., Susan Schaefer. Oh, Jesus Christ. Susan Schaefer. We all know her. Katie O., Deborah, Deborah W., Paul M.B., Randall B., K. That's all it says, K. Is that K? Petrini? And then Haiku. There should be another... If I missed your name, I don't know why. Uh, let me see. Whatever. Send me an email if your name isn't on the list. But that's the list I have, people. So I know that uh, Anthony was looking for, he, he was wondering where his name was. I didn't see that name just there. I got to check into it, Anthony. For God's sakes. Maybe it's like on the new. Maybe it's because it's a new. Um, I got to look at the right page, guys, because we just got a new patron and I got an email about it. So I don't know if I saw that patron on the list. Let me see. Did we, we did we get Martin S on the list? No. So. All right. Martin, I want to say thank you, and Anthony, thank you, and also Jude Morford, who basically donates out of her, she's, she has trouble getting on the patron page, I'm not sure why, I tried to help her, it wouldn't work for me either, and um, so she sends me, she sends the, the site, uh, basically just checks, she writes out a check which says that takes a lot of time to do, and it really it touches my heart. And other, and we have other uh, there people who donate on uh, the Super Chat. Let me see. Do we get any Super Chats? Not yet. And um, people who buy the merchandise. All that stuff keeps us going. All right. Now, um, one more thing before we get back into it. You got to go to the Minds event. If I got to go, you got to go. Why do I got to (laughs) go? You think I want to go? Do I want to go? Look at my hair sticking up. I don't really... I mean, I do, and I don't, because it's going to be interesting. But I don't like getting aggravated. But whatever. I feel like, what are you going to do? I'm always aggravated, right? I'm going to have to have a conversation with some young, like a 20-year-old, who thinks something's wrong with immigration. I, I have no idea. You know what's so interesting? Okay. Uh, before I get into that, I got to just plug the mine. So that's on that's on August 31st. So if you go to my the top of my Twitter feed at real tara devlin, the the tweet is pinned to the to the top and you could just take that link to the to the mines New Jersey and you use the the code tarabuster to get fifteen percent off now the tickets, and it's an all it's a whole weekend thing, but I'm on the I'm on a panel on Saturday, so called the Great Migration, a discussion on digital and physical immigration. So, okay, I guess immigrate some of the, some of the people aren't going to like immigration. I don't know why this is a nation of immigrants. What are you going to say? End of story. But, okay, let me get into it. So, you know what's so weird? I think I told you guys that I got... I did that 23 uh, Me thing, and I got the DNA back. I thought it would be all Irish, you know. My whole family's Irish, both sides, I thought. And I... But I had some interesting discoveries. Well, one was they're Scandinavian, but that didn't surprise me because obviously the Vikings were, 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 they basically marauded all over England and Ireland. And probably all of us have some of that if you're from that part of the world. And also I found out I had, I was 1% Native American, which was a shock so how did that happen? And they, they were able to figure it out that it was from some someone, I had a grandparent who was a hundred percent Native American born between 1700 and 1790, which was right in the middle of the American revolution, right? You would, or in that period you would, or, you know, or, who knows? So I thought, oh, maybe it was a English soldier fell in love with a Native American and, they went back to England, who the hell knows, right? So things are it's surprising. I thought that was interesting. They said that the more people that they get on uh, 23and me to do the DNA, the more they'll be able to really pinpoint where this particular person was from, and who knows. I'll be able maybe to find out who they were, who no- if, if, who knows. I mean, but at least what tribe or what area. And so I was like, wow, that's so cool. Anyway, even so on 23andMe as well, they have, you could connect with other, uh, relatives that you never knew you had, like second and third cousins. And somebody contacted me and they said, oh, I'm doing a family tree. This is somebody who I, who was like a third cousin. And they had all these documents for my family and she sent it along. And uh, there's um, a document of my grandmother who came here to the United States, and they were and would go and she was going back with my father and my uncle, and my father was an infant who was just born. So it said in the document that my grandmother's name, and it said Irish citizen, and then it said my father, and it said U.S. citizen. So. My grandmother came here to have her anchor baby, my daddy. And uh, I just thought that was really interesting because, you know, these are the same laws that the Republicans are trying to overturn now. now so, And then my, uh, on the basis of having her child here in the United States, having a U.S. citizen, my grandmother was able to live here and I, I don't i'm not sure if she ever became a u.s citizen but no one was ever um hiding from ice i'll tell you that and i now my whole family's here in the united states honestly i wish she had stayed over in ireland but that's another story but i just thought that you know the, even um freaking melania's family they're all here through chain migration they ju- and in fact, that, um, what's her face? <laughs> um, Ilan Omar, the, the representative, she has been a U.S. citizen longer than Melania has. But they don't hear the, the Trump anzies yelling, send her back, send her back, right? They don't. Uh, except, uh, and, and on top of it, uh, that Melania used her her status, to bring her parents over in chain migration at the very time that Twitler was railing against chain migration. And it's, honestly, I, I look at that Trump rally, all of the Trump rallies, take them all, in, 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 wherever, wherever they may be. I will trade any refugee, any immigrant, for that whole entire stadium of morons. Imagine a nice civilization that had people who were decent and want to be here and want to live together and capable of living together instead of all these whiny little bitches Running around scared. I got to bring my gun to the grocery store. Or, 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 yeah, I, I mean, there was just in the latest Trump-Nuremberg uh, rally, there was another incident where one of, the, one of the MAGA morons went out and punched somebody in the face or whatever for holding a sign. You see, those people, they hate America. You see what I'm saying? They hate this country. They don't like freedom of speech. Only, your your speech is as free as uh, as long as you agree with them, as long as you say exactly what they they want you to say. If you're protecting their con man, they're all good with you. Just like what Lindsey Graham said, I don't think that uh, Trump would want to kick out a Somali refugee or immigrant who is wearing a MAGA hat. You see, you got to have loyalty. That's uh, fascism there. you got to have loyalty to the, to the big daddy, the, your big daddy savior. And of all, see, this is what's so scary to me, that during this primary season, and I've said it before, but I do believe, I get a, I get a sickening feeling because I think that um, you know, Trump could win again. And not that he won last time. He did not win. He, he was a squeaker. He squeaked by on uh, I don't know what it was I think they said like thirty five thousand people ended up deci- deciding this sh- this monster show and that, but that doesn't matter you see Republicans hate as I say they hate democracy they because they don't have a mandate to do anything that they do but they do it anyway and here we are Democrats continuing to play by the rules to be to to be. Um, you know, pretend that the system is going to save us when this system is hanging by a thread. Anyway, the system that has been corrupted by money. And what really scares me is that I see what's going on in the Democratic primary is that I don't think, and I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, I don't think that Joe Biden is a shoo-in. I believe, in fact, quite the opposite. I don't think he's, he's really frosty. And when he gets up there and let's say he gets to the point of becoming the nominee and he's debating Trump, I really don't see him having being so uh, dazzling that that people will finally choose to go back to to um, you know to vote democratic. I don't I mean, I don't know. I go back and forth, but I really, I believe that we need someone who can excite the base that's, that will excite young people to come out. And I wish, honestly, I, I wish now I, I wish that Bernie and Elizabeth Warren would run together and just announce, that's it. We're running together Uh, because not only do we need somebody who can win and that here's the other side of the coin. Okay. Let's say Joe Biden does win. Uh, what is he going to do to fix what gave us twitler to begin with you know what i mean what will he do what's he gonna do because what will happen this is what i fear i fear i don't know if i'm if it's correct maybe you could talk me off the ledge but i don't see him see okay neoliberalism is what made twitler possible it was it's not the remedy for twitler if we, if we don't get somebody in there that will s- significantly that will uh that is honestly assessing what's wrong with this country with 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 corruption and income inequality and upward immobility we the next time we get a fascist in office which will be the next time they're not going to be as as quick on the twitter fingers or as uh Ill- illiterate let's say they'll be able to control themselves and then we'll really be be in trouble then we will really be beyond repair so that's what i fear uh because it's the only saving grace of Twitter is that he is such a mess that he can't control himself that he sucks that he is a He's a, he's an embarrassment that he, uh, all of that. But imagine you have somebody who's also, uh, you know, literate, who can, who's not offensive, who doesn't look like an idiot, who can speak, who knows when to shut up. You know what I mean? Then we're really, we will really, uh, wreck this country and never get it back. At least not in, in, uh, my Nieces and nephews' lifetimes, that's for sure. So that's what I believe. And I don't, I don't think that uh, Joe Biden uh, is very exciting, whatever. Not that I need to be excited. It's just that I think that, and that it's not just the excitement matter, but, but it really is more what, I'm, what I was just saying as well. I don't think that Biden even recognizes the problem th- that we are corrupted by money and that that is the problem, and it needs to change. We can't just throw Band-Aids on bleeding arteries because the next time we get a fascist in office, it's going to be the last time because there won't be another time after that. That's, that is my fear, and um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Okay, somebody's saying haradu he can. He inspires inspires a lot of people. Just oh, don't just look at the personality matchup. It's a turn. It's the turnout matchup that counts. Well, I don't know. Even at the where was this recently? They were talking about some some Democratic forum. I mean, he doesn't really have. I I think that he gets high poll numbers, Biden, because of he he's he's well known. He was the vice president. Other than that, and he's, he's run three times before and constantly makes mistakes. Not even, I mean, stupid mistakes. Anyway, whatever. Who, he doesn't pull enough black and Hispanic votes? Is that Bernie you talking about? Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. That's all I can say. I don't understand. Uh, that's the other thing. I, I don't really understand why Biden is so popular in the black community. And I, uh, well, maybe it's just because of, uh, of, of, uh, of Barack Obama. But Biden is, I mean, he's got a lot of baggage when it comes to that as well. Not just the busing. We're talking about Anita Hill. And I mean, Biden, if we wouldn't have Clarence Thomas if it wasn't for him. He, he is a DLCer through and through. And like I said, the, the first time when he announced his candidacy, he, he made his announcement, published on Twitter, and then went to a fundraiser with Republican lobbyists, the, the lobbyists for John Boner and Paul Ryan at the, at the CEO of Comcast's house. So th- that's somebody that doesn't really give a shit. Uh, what the optics look like in my opinion he may be pulling in money but he's not pulling in in fact well the way it is bernie is pulling in more individual donations uh, of all the candidates but by i don't know what the polling on that is i mean what the numbers exactly are but he's getting a lot of big corporate donations so i don't know i fear that it's obviously i will vote for him if he is the nominee, but I, I just fear that it's going to happen again. We're going to, I'm going to be crying in my bed again for two days because, because of that. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I am. And I hope, I just hope it's a fair process too. So I do, because I believe this is the chance too. They it's not real. Yes. Trump, Trump sucks. It's not just Trump though. Trump is the symptom. It's the entire Republican Party that, that rolled in on corruption of the of money in politics, and that's not going to be fixed just by getting rid of Trump. We need somebody that recognizes that this is this is the other thing that gets on my nerves. This is the the United States. We keep talking about how great the economy is. The the economy. This this economy is the least upwardly mobile of all the OECD nations, right? Uh, it is. We have the widest income gap of all industrialized nations. And Joe Biden's what is his his thing about um, his health plan? Will it still leaves millions behind? So I don't. That whole philosophy of Oh, we're gonna get near full coverage, and that's supposed to be enough. Uh, how do we leave millions of Americans without health care and call that a win? And we need true structural change. And oh, and Biden has already been—we—he's uh, already been criticized for saying that the, it's not the Republican Party. The Republican Party is—is is fine. It's Trump. That's not true. It, the The whole Republican Party is responsible, but it's also the system that made this possible. And it was both the Democrats and the Republicans because the Democrats you you now earlier today, I was watching Joey Reed, and she was playing Barack Obama's speech. Yes, we can. yeah,, uh, and it's that kind of uh, that those promises that were made. So we have. This is why the electorate goes back and forth. Then they vote for Republican. They vote for Democrat. They vote for because all the while they're looking for that change we can believe in, right? We need the, the middle class is now the working poor. There is no middle class. That's a problem. the 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 fact that we that people can't retire. One third of Americans will not retire. They don't. They they, they don't even dream of retirement because they don't have enough money. That's not a functioning economy, and it is not a functioning economy in a democratic society, that's for sure. You can't have a democratic society where the people, the working class, is the working poor. That's just not the way it works. But that's the way the, uh, the oligarchy wants it. They would like to keep us nice and malleable, you see, by if you're the if we are the working poor, and even uh, the working poor th- classify ourselves as middle class, we're not middle class. If you're working one paycheck away from uh, some kind of disaster, th- you're not the middle class. Look what happened when they shut down, when he shut down the government, when Twitter shut down the government. We keep hearing, oh, it's such a great economy, great economy. Twitter shuts down the government and we have all these stories of people on the food lines and someone's, I don't know what to do. I'm getting evicted and I'm not sure if I can have my chemotherapy this week or pay my rent. That's not a, a functioning working class. That's not a middle class. That is, that's a, that's an alarm. That's an emergency so when you have work, then these are people that are, that are supposed to have decent middle-class jobs, but nobody, they're not saving for retirement because they can't. Everything is out of reach. That's not a functioning democracy. And so you, we need candidates who recognize that. And there, it's not that we're victims. We, there are things we can do. This, like FDR said, we we are on our way back, not because of a mere turn of the wheel, but because we planned it that way. And don't let anybody tell you differently. I mean, that's just paraphrasing. So, but that's, that is the truth. We're on, if we want to be on our way back, we have to, you have to recognize the problem. And you have to address it from the bottom up. So... You know, people say get off your Bernie boat or whatever. Um, if it wasn't for Bernie, we wouldn't even have be having these conversations, these realistic conversations. Last time, the twenty sixteen, we were like the um, fifteen dollar minimum wage, two pie in the sky, pie in the sky. Uh, what about universal health care? That's pie in the sky, pie in the sky. Now everybody's talking about Medicare for all, some kind of full coverage. They're talking about universal health care, except for Joe Biden, who wants to leave millions of Americans without. I don't understand how that's a success. We're supposed to be OK with leaving millions behind. That, that's what makes me sick, too, with this that whole kind of that mentality of uh, in America where I got mine. You know, then this is what I was talking about on the weekday show. We did a week. We did a weekday and um you know because i was sick last week and you know um it's not uh i don't understand wh- why we have these uh these leaving people behind and call it a success uh, um we should it shouldn't be okay that millions are left out without health care that we uh, the 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 only patriotic value is everybody in, nobody out. And that is the only way we these programs will ever last. That's the other thing, because they have to belong to all of us. And I also believe by doing that, we will help heal some of the division in this country. One of the reasons we already do not have universal health care, in my opinion, is because of our diverse population, because we white people the white power structure does not want to share they don't want to be in the same boat with black people they there's all these structures of society set in to in in our laws to keep people of color so to speak down for instance you know uh funding schools on property taxes instead of the general fund that was a deliberate uh, means to keep Black schools, bad, make them bad, make them have them, uh, they have less funding, less resources. If we fund through the general fund, everybody has a fair shot then. We all have equal, we all have something to say in that, and uh, it belongs to everyone. And that's the way it should be. That's how I feel. And I think that we have gone so far to the right in this country that if we don't get real left change that we truly can believe in not just out of our pull out of our ass and uh believe in like a like like santa claus but actually see it happening like fdr's new deal that like uh, you know we, we we're this 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 grand experiment is over it's going to be over because you can't have concentrated wealth and upward immobility and democracy at the same time it does not work and they know that they absolutely know that why do you think it, they think it's okay to have legal bribes built right into the system that's that's not okay i mean but anytime we try to do something about it now what does mitch mcconnell do they block it they they stop it they stop they they roll things back the su- the supreme court Used to, I mean, it's like the the whole history of the Supreme Court is the history of the elite keeping the working class in their place. So there's a lot that we need to do, and one of the things, at least as far as Bernie is concerned, one of the things that he he talks about with the Supreme Court, there are ways to address that. To put a to and because the Supreme Court, not only the Supreme Court in the Constitution, it doesn't say there has to be nine people. You can make it more people. You can make it less people. It's up to the Congress, but you could also make it so you have different. what Bernie was, you know, one of his ideas is to make a, uh, you know, have uh, a, an age limit or something and rotate them out or something. I don't know. But that that's that at least addresses the problem. You know what I mean? Because we this is a problem. They we have, it's always been the uh, the uh, the the fight in the uh, the liberal age of enlightenment. Right? It still continues. That it's always been the fight between the. The the conservatives who want the rich to rule and own and uh and and own everything and run the mechanisms of government, and you and uh, against the working class majority. That's the history of that's Western Western civilization right there. For for thousands of years, the working class has been uh, you know on the ropes against this giant machine that was intertwined between the church and state keeping people down and used all the levers of government to to make sure it remained that way up until inclu- and including execution all right if you opened your mouth you're uh, uh you know boom see ya see ya better luck next life sucker and also, the church keeping people in their place, telling them that they're their natural sovereign lords. You can't go against them, or you're going against Jesus. That's I mean, this has been a conspiracy against the uh, the human race. You know what I mean? Forever and ever. So. It's still going on. Um, they may call, uh, you know, it, it's a little different. We, it's, we don't have kings, but look at, look at Putin. You know, they, they, the names change. What about uh, Xi in China? He's, uh, he's president for life. They call them president. They call Putin president. It's, it's all a freaking facade. It's the same story of the elites concentrating power. And working against the working class. Unfortunately, right now, we have a whole bunch of dumbasses that are, they're stupid. They're, they're not educated. They don't know history. They don't know American history. They don't want to know American history. They don't even want to know, the, you know, their own history, whatever. So they would rather chant USA, 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 but not knowing just what useful idiots in their own demise they actually are. And how stupid they are to fall into the same traps that that they that the elite have always laid for the working class, which is divide and conquer. Right? They've always div- divided and conquered along racial lines, even in the early days of the labor movement. They, uh, the guy who created the right to work. Uh, this is I'm trying to look him. I forgot his name. Right? His name was creator uh ah, i hate that wait uh his name was oh i can't find it uh what was his name i just saw it vance muse right he would uh attack the unions by uh, along racial lines so oh here's here's a here's an interesting article. This is from years ago, but this is like from 2012. It says this is a, a quote from this guy Vance Muse, the founder of the right to work anti-labor movement. From now on, white women and white men will be forced into organizations with black african apes whom they will have to call their brother or lose their jobs. This is nothing has changed. It's the same same, it may not be as overt. I mean, and it may be as overt. It's still, uh, depending. You won't, I, I, who knows if we'll get to the point where Trump will say something like this and and just, they'll say, oh, he's, he's just talking like it is. He's calling it like it is. But that has always been the, what they do. And these right wingers are stupid enough to fall for it. And they think they're, because they believe it. Because they're racist. I mean, when you're a racist, you're easily led. You, you gotta be stupid, in fact. They, they've done studies. Oh, let me just find that study, actually. There is a study. This was from, this is a couple of years ago. This is from 2012, from Live Science. Where is it? Where is it? I have it here. But there's a friggin' ad in the way, and it won't let me move it. Okay. Okay, here's an article. Stephanie Pappas from 2012. There is no gentle way to put it. Uh, People who give in to racism and prejudice may simply be dumb, according to a new study that is bound to stir public controversy. The research finds that children with low intelligence are more likely to hold prejudiced attitudes as adults. These findings point to a vicious cycle, according to the lead researcher Gordon Hodson, a psychologist at Brock University in Ontario. Low-intelligence adults tend to to gravitate towards socially conservative ideologies. All right, let's repeat that. Low-intelligence adults Tend to gravitate towards socially conservative ideology, the study found. These ideologies, in turn, stress hierarchy and resistance to change, attitudes that can contribute to prejudice, Hudson wrote in an email to Live Science. Prejudice is a quote. Prejudice is extremely complex and multifaceted, making it critical that any factors contributing to bias are uncovered and understood, he said. The findings con- combine three hot-button topics. They've pulled off the trifecta of controversial topics, says Brian Nozek, a social and cognitive psychologist at the University of Virginia, who is not involved in the study. When one selects intelligence, political ideology, and racism, and looks at any of these relationships between those three variables, it's bound to upset somebody. Polling data in social and political science research do show that prejudice is more common in those who hold right-wing ideals and those, than those of other political persuasions, Nozak told Live Science. The unique contribution here is trying to make some progress on the most challenging aspects of this, Nozak said, referring to the new study. It's not that a relationship like that exists, but why it exists. And then it says brains and bias. Earlier studies have found links between low levels of education and higher levels of prejudice, Hodson said. So studying intelligence seemed the next logical step. The researchers re- uh, turned to two studies of citizens in the United Kingdom. One that has followed babies since their birth in March 1958, and others that did the same for babies born in 1970. The children in the studies had their intelligence assessed at age 10 or 11, as adults at age 30 or 33, and their levels of social conservatism and racism were measured. In the first study, verbal and nonverbal intel- intelligence was measured using tests that asked people to find similarities and differences between words shapes and symbols the second study measured cognitive abilities in four ways including number recall shape drawing blah 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 blah. okay average iq is set at a hundred which ain't that high tell you the truth so social cons- that's just me that's my my two cents Social conservatives were defined as people who agreed with a laundry list of statements such as family life suffers as if mom works full time and schools should teach children to obey authority. Attitudes towards other races were captured by measuring agreement with statements such as I wouldn't mind working with people from other races. These questions measured overt political attitudes, but most people, no matter how egalitarian hold certain unconscious, unconscious racial biases. Hudson's work can speak to, uh, to this underground racism. Yes, I agree. That's why we all, I even we all have like, inter, even gays have internalized homophobia because we live in this society. But that's why you recognize it and you consciously work to make yourself a better person. You know what I mean? Unlike Republicans. That's why you will never hear a Republican Leader, quote unquote, tell or um, you know, encouraging their their followers to to confront their prejudices and evolve. You know what I mean? You'll never. They'll never tell them that. They'll they'll what? On the other hand, they'll 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 encourage them to just nurse their prejudices like little babies sucking on binkies. You know, they have the right to be as stupid and and racist as they can but this is this country anyway i'll try to get to the bottom of this whole thing let's see uh there may be cognitive limited limits in the ability to take the perspective of others particularly foreigners but much of the present research literature suggests that our prejudices are primarily emotional in origin rather than cognitive these two pieces of information suggest that it might be particularly fruitful for researchers to consider strategies to change feelings towards outgroups rather than thoughts. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying. They um that's it. That's why Trump tickles the he that's what he does. He is a visceral fascist. He uh well he always says he runs on his gut, you know what I mean? But he 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 tickles the emotions he likes he uh, as you could see the crowd at a at a Nuremberg rally at one of his Trump's Nuremberg rallies they're all they're they're um, animated and they get very upset when challenged like for instance the guy who got out of the car and punched somebody in the face the, the and they have done other studies that those Um, any ideology an ideology that is the the more the more or anti-human or ridiculous an ideology the more um what do you call it the more violent its adherence so you you have people who aren't that swift they're not they are highly susceptible to propaganda They're racist, so that makes them highly susceptible to any nefarious autocrat that wants to come in and exploit those prejudices. And that's what we have. And then you add on top of it, I mean, how we started the show with the guns, add on top of that. Have these idiots walking around with guns who they don't even want to discuss what what it means for somebody else to have a different American experience than theirs. It's just everybody get in your place that is the um, the authoritarian mindset and so let's see uh according to Huffington Post right now 20 are dead in the in the shooting and 26 injured who knows if that number will rise those are 20 human beings that's a, not just the number and the 26 injured the trauma they have to deal with for the rest of their lives and all the 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 trauma of the families of people who are lost senselessly needlessly in this armed madhouse because the Republican Party and the and the uh, NRA, that they all, it's like a circle jerk of blood and greed, that they want to do nothing about it. They got enough thoughts and prayers. Right after Twitler tweeted out his, uh, you know, he thinks he's the BBC, right? He tweets out uh, all of his uh, shooting in, in El Paso. Then he tweets... This other, he's just. This is how what a sociopathy is. Uh fight hard tonight, Colby. You're a real champ. Right after he, he's talking about people being ma- murdered. So he's talking about some stupid maga hat wearing boxer. Oh my God! And then he tweets, "God be with you all." Trump pledges full support of himself in the third person for El Paso shooting victims, as lawmakers also grieve. Like, fuck you. You know, you grieve? You you don't grieve. you the, How about you grieve? Uh, he's never grieved a day in his life. He never grieved for one of the workers he stiffed or the entire government that he makes a mockery of. Grieve for all those soldiers who you use as a backdrop as you denigrated the uh, your, your uh, democratic uh legislature in Europe I mean this is this this where the fuck are we anyway I only have a couple of minutes I'm sorry for cursing so so at the end um does it matter it was a rifle I don't know he killed 20 people so. Anyway, I want to say, so I, as guys, you know, I always like riding around the cemetery. Not for, I don't know, not being morose, but I live by Calvary Cemetery. Anyway, no, it says, oh, so banterboard says it was an AK-47. So, anyway, um, I almost went head over handlebars as I was riding around. Because this, this cemetery goes back to the 1700s, so... And I like to read the headstones, and I and there's a lot of Civil War graves in there. One is uh, Peter Welsh, who was who was the color guard for one of the Irish brigades, who who died. At, he was shot in Spotsylvania, died ten days later. You could you can read his letters in a book called Irish Green and Union Blue, I believe it's called. Anyway, so I was riding around usually veterans graves have flags stuck in them and there were there's i almost went over my handlebars because i saw there was a confederate flag sticking out of the ground and i i stopped my bike i got over and uh went over to the grave it was and i was like what the hell is this so next there was a confederate flag and next to the flag there was an american flag and uh and I was, so I read the tombstone, and it was, it's Philip, it's kind of hard to read, some of the letters were, are very old, so it says Philip Oldner, uh, Petersburg, Virginia, killed at the Battle of Gettysburg, July 1863, he was part of the Chesapeake Artillery, so I looked up the Chesapeake Artillery, of course it's the confederate. Uh, art, uh, part of the confederate whatever the hell and i was like this is a this is a a graveyard in new york uh, i basically i took the i don't even care if that that if uh, this guy haunts me i took those flags out of the ground and broke them and threw them in the garbage because that that and i thought who the hell would put a confederate flag up in the cemetery and it just goes to show you the ignorance of people because i'm sure whoever put it was there would put it there for as a genuine sign of respect or something but why are we respecting somebody who who was a traitor and th- that flag sitting there that's an insult to peter welsh and all the other veterans the americans who died for this country what is that why are we flying the flag of a traitor so And it just goes to show you that I think like history is so important because the person who put that flag there probably thinks they were doing some. Oh well, he fought for the Confederacy, so we'll we'll put a Confederate flag there. We're just being fair. Bullshit! Don't put anything. He's lucky he's in a goddamn tomb. Put him, send him back to the South. Then why is he in the North? And if it's it's even worse if he left the North to fight for the South. He's a traitor. So, and I don't think that we fly the flags of traitors on their graves. Get the hell out of here. Or, or, or on, a, on a goddamn flagpole. So, anyway, that's what I did. I just thought, that's, there you go. Because of the ignorance of the American people. They don't, it's, they, it's, there's no thinking You're just going to put, why would you put, I really wanted to go to the office there, but the office is really far from the actual graveyard and be like, who is putting a Confederate flag there? It's an insult. What about people that go there of people who are uh, African-American? They got to go to a graveyard and see a stinking Confederate flag sticking out of the ground because some stupid traitor decided who if he was born in new york or not to go fight against his country whatever he's lucky he's like laid to rest in a decent grave you know what i mean a lot of union soldiers didn't get that luxury a lot of black union soldiers they uh, they put in mass graves Uh, anyway this is why we study history because we don't want to look like douchebags. Why would you put a fucking flag of a traitor up? I This isn't Kentucky. This is New York. Really? It's treason. These people committed treason. All right. Anyway, guys, I'm over time now. Now I got to cut the damn show down two minutes. I don't know. I'm sure I can find a spot to cut it. Please. Become a patron. That's all I got to tell you. And go to my Twitter feed and go to the Minds event. I need backup. I need help. What else? Um, I'll see you next week, I guess, hopefully. (laughs) If I'm not sick or dead or whatever. Hopefully not. Neither. Hopefully neither. Hopefully neither. So, uh, guys, like I always say, we stick together, we win, and we will win. It's not, it's just a matter of time. Let's get our heads on, straight. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you guys next week. Get rid of those Confederate flags.